0: bye Frank. we are surviving cool.
1: yeah man that is the little grateful dead from nineteen eighty seven coming at you
0: what a great year one what of the
1: greatest great years year. that's right this week here we're celebrating the the year of nineteen eighty seven uh mm. for various reasons well, for one reason but uh the year was eighty seven the man was five seven <laughs> <laughs> the myth of five seven <laughs> was born. I um, uh, born lucky. Yeah, I was cruising through, um, you know, it's a big week, we'll announce on later on, but uh, you know, I thought, man, 1987, I wonder what was rocking out in those days. Really what kind of sprung it on my mind was, you know, Spotify throws out those suggestions, uh, you know, what they think that, you know, that the algo thinks you should be listening to, and I... Uh, oh, saw, well, China wants you to listen. Yeah, China's telling me to listen to it, and... <laughs> I think they're Swedish, that's Spotify, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they, either way... It's, it's all China, if not now, in 10 years. Yes. <laughs> it's all China, man. Uh, so they suggested Rock of 1983, and I was crushing through it. And man, 1983, what a rockin' year for rock and roll. 1983? Yeah, man. It blew my mind. And so I mm. thought, you know what? Someone's birthday's around the corner. I think I should check out what was happening in the world of rock in 1987. Equally blown away, my man. Ah, terrible year. <laughs> I'm going to disprove your belief that the 80s were awful for music. I think it was a really great time for music, I'm telling you. I don't know.
0: Right. Oh, man. See, that's the problem. See, now the burbs come in extra hot. Of, you, know. you
1: can hear it and smell it and taste it. <laughs> it's the triple whammy did you did you take taste that uh, turkey club yeah well good thing we don't do a snap. Uh, snap sna- what a snatch no snatch Sn- scratch and sniff that's what I was trying to say <laughs> tried to say oh, scratch and sniff show but it just came out snatch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a snatch is better yeah we all like a good snatch Uh, more so than a scratch and sniff and by the way, scratch snatch kind of is a snatch and sniff I was gonna say, scratch and sniff snatch, probably the worst scratch and sniff you can get (laughs)
0: Uh, second behind licorice, no matter what, licorice is always the worst. You're
1: right, I can't stand licorice what
2: is I
0: mean, a snatch is way more appealing than a fucking piece of licorice
1: yeah, I'll take a snatch over some licorice I'll even take a snatch maybe with some licorice uh, in there in the middle No, you don't want to ruin the snatch.
0: (laughs) Give it a terrible taste.
1: Oh, man. Well, we're here. It's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. I hope you're hungry. Uh, I'm starving, so I'm excited (laughs) to be on the show right now. No doubt about it. Crazy uh, sunlight the last couple days. Thank God they brought back the planes, and they are back on their chemtrail routine starting yesterday. They're laying it a little heavier today. I presume we'll get the full onslaught tomorrow into Thursday, and then we're projected to drop 20 degrees in temperature for one day and have extreme overcast.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, so nice yeah. job, Bill Gates. All right. Yeah, they're killing it. We got the freezing weather, and then tomorrow it's going to be like uh, 20 degrees warmer. Right. Yeah. Dude, uh, people are so stupid.
3: Oh.
0: All I kept hearing was, oh, my God, we're 15 to 20 degrees above average. We're 15 to 20 degrees above average. And then we have a week where we're 20 degrees below average. And nobody says anything. Right. Exactly. N- nobody noticed how that works. That's kind of why it's an average. <laughs> yes. Dude. And like, I, I keep trying to point out to people, nobody has, there's not a weatherman out there. Tom Skilling just retired after 35 years or 45 years, right? Oh, yeah. After 45 years, you don't think he would have been like, Whoa, September 27th, this is my birthday. And now the average high is 79. It used to be 63. <laughs> right? That's right. Because if, if it was warming, then the averages would be going up.
1: Great call. Yes. The average and now is. Somebody versus, who yes.
0: does it over the decades <laughs> right. would have noticed that, wait a minute, when I started my career, September was usually average in the, you know, 40s. Now it's in the 80s. Right. But the averages have, the change is negligible. (laughs) <laughs> that's why nobody ever talks about the change in the average.
1: That's a great call, and I would actually argue that the change in average is probably due to these El Nino, La Nina event changes where the wind stream gets all wonky, you know, and it just brings in hot air to one place and cold air to another and then swaps, you know, so you're right, But dude. that's why
0: the average never changes. Exactly. The yeah, El Nino doesn't
1: right. change it. It might, you know, swing
0: it a little bit one way, but it's going to go right back, you know.
1: Good call. Well, you Disproving the need for the chemtrailing and the geoengineering and the sun blocking, but it is continuing. I follow Mm -hmm. this fella on Twitter. He is from the UK. Does a fantastic job documenting all the chemtrailing and geoengineering going on uh in Europe. Um he you know gets people online to pull together photographs and videos and, you know, put stuff together, just kind of give everyone a complete idea. And he, it came up, became apparent this weekend that there was a major spraying event last week worldwide. We're talking Europe, United States. Uh, Mexico actually does not do chemtrailing, they signed an agreement, they're like not into it. Uh, so move to Mexico if you want fresh air. Hmm. Um, but uh, he was right, he's been this guy's been documenting all this stuff. Uh, I forgot his name, it's something Peters or something. I'll look it up later, but either way. He's had an interesting theory that he's been positing the last couple months. I was not too into it at first, and now I'm starting to go down that route of the chemtrailing. Is he believes the chemtrails are what caused COVID, and that there was no COVID, and that the chemtrails were spraying diseases, and that's why when you got all these respiratory diseases from all the chemtrailing. And I'm not too into that theory. I, I think COVID was a whole different thing from chemtrails. However. I noted the extreme chemtrailing last week, as did so many people online throughout the world, and all of a sudden this week, everyone has the flu. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is sick. We work next, uh, an establishment next to ours had to shut down today because their entire staff was sick with the flu. Mm. So I'm going to say I don't totally agree that they're spraying something that could maybe be you know, making us sick, but I think this guy might be on to something in as far as there's a health issue with the spraying going on. That's my theory.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I'm going to leave it at that.
0: We'll leave it at Frank's theory. <laughs> I repeat, that is
1: Frank's theory. That's right. And you know what? I I came up to the theory mostly last night sitting on the couch watching the Bears game, amazed at how boring and terrible both teams were and how boring and terrible football is. How boring was that game, that's, dude? That's when I started looking in the sky and thinking about chemtrails because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, they got to do something. That is a that is a bad product. We do not. Like Tom Brady. We, dude, bad. we don't talk enough football, I guess, on this program because, my God, what a destroyed marketing product there. I, it, it, last night's game, one of the worst games I've ever seen, it ended up being 12 to 10, I think. Was the there was final like one score. touchdown scored. There was a World Series game this year that had a higher total score. I swear to god. <laughs> I'm almost positive there was one game that was like 10 to 7. <laughs> I
0: don't know, man. It was just boring to watch, dude. You know what it was? Was you're watching WWE with the second string guys.
1: That's right. The Rock is called out sick. You know, the Grave Digger or whatever he is isn't there, right? Ah, they're performing in Maine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. I just, uh, you know, I tuned in because I'm a Bears fan, and it was an NFC North battle and national TV, so I was all in. I thought it was going to be a good time. And the Bears, man, really fun defense. They still got it on defense, and I love watching good defense. Justin Fields, maybe one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. He's got to go. <laughs> He's. <laughs> I need absolutely to get that good. clip
0: of you from nine months ago.
1: Yeah, so that's why I was wondering (laughs) if you still had it. You will have to bust it out. It's what I really thought about mostly as I watched this game, chemtrails and then this game and then me predicting the Bears were going to make it to the playoffs at the beginning of the
0: season. Because of that, man, and you argued with me. I didn't even know who he was. I just said this is what the Bears always do. They brag about some guy and then he turns out to be a shit player.
1: Yeah, total crap. Absolute waste of money. Actually, he
0: might be a great quarterback. He might go to another team and do good.
1: He'll win a Super Bowl in three years. There's no doubt about <laughs> it. With the Colts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Chicago sports as a whole. It's you know, not a good place to be, right?
0: You know, uh, one of my teachers was telling me he's trying to get rid of his season tickets because they raised the price, and he's, he said it's been like four years now. They cannot get face value. Wow. Can't get it.
1: Man, I
2: uh, <laughs> even,
0: even if like the Packers, oh, that's what blew my way, blew me. Even the Packers
1: game, no, that's why they're moving to Arlington Heights. You know, I um tried to buy season tickets last year, or at least investigated. Uh, getting them for the Rockies, they were going to be terrible. They ended up being as terrible as predicted, and the tickets were reasonable, right? For season tickets, and only on the sense that the Yankees would be coming to town for four game series, you can sell each seat for 300 bucks a game for the Yankees. Easy. Yeah. So that was kind of my basis for it. This year I didn't think about it because they were going they're projected to be worse. And I got a phone call from the office at the Rockies asking if I was still please, interested please this year. Take it. Yes, <laughs> literally begging me to buy some season tickets and I thought, "Hey, you know, I'll look I'll take a look," right? They raised the prices by about a grand. And they're not even playing the Yankees this year. Good luck selling any tickets, let alone season tickets, man. It's game over, dude. I'm not going to buy season tickets for that crap. If your team is the last place team in the MLB, you should reduce the price of your tickets.
0: Isn't that how it always works? It used to. If if I'm a bad plumber, I make less money than the good plumber.
1: I I can't believe they're second to last in the MLB and they raise the prices of their tickets. Yeah, how does that make sense? In what world does that make sense? It makes sense because Colorado fans are idiots, and the Rockies ballpark is so beautiful that people just show up regardless of the entertainment. Yeah. So they know yeah, they can. Re- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I blame all the idiots.
1: I blame all the idiots. Oh man. So did you? Um, were you watching TV at all today, or perusing the news? Did you see the Jimmy Carter funeral, or the the wife of Jimmy Carter? <laughs> No, dude. They rolled in Jimmy Carter, who's in hospice. Oh no, he's like ninety-nine years old, I believe. Wow, it doesn't Wait, ninety-nine? Why isn't he like running for senator? That's or what I thought. I think he's going to be <laughs> VP for Biden. Actually, runner-up for the next gig. <laughs> he doesn't look too far off from Biden. That's what was so weird. Biden just has more facelifts happening.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're still giving him the good drugs. Yeah. Biden's going to decline really fast when he leaves the White House.
1: He'll probably die immediately after because they'll stop giving him the really potent stuff that's kind of keeping him alive, right? Or moving, uh, They'll least. give They'll give him enough drugs to get back to Delaware, take a couple weeks, and then... Yeah, Jimmy Carter uh, rolled in, 99 years old, with in this wheelchair he looked horrible man and then all the pictures online were of jimmy carter looking terrible like we have a lifetime of great pictures of this guy can't you put put up the nice picture of him and his wife when they were young and vibrant and alive dude i don't want to see the carcass in the wheelchair being wheeled around
0: Uh, to be fair he didn't look that good when he was young.
1: (laughs) (laughs) you gotta see him now dude if you see the pictures they were showing today i was floored man it like not even the same guy and, dude, life is cruel. Aging is horrible, man. It just, you know, it hits oh, a certain wow. point, dude.
2: Yeah.
1: Holy cow. It's rough, man. It is some rough images. And, you know, wow. Uh, I think the best part about her going is he's probably right out the door, you know, immediately after. You know what I mean? Oh, yep. He
0: probably left before. Yes. Boi- I don't know what they're doing to keep that body That's, alive. Holy some, shit.
1: They're like pumping electrical current. Through, he looks dead. It's crazy,
0: dude. It's bad.
1: It's really bad. Uh, um, just, I want to get hit by a bus at like. That's what I'm 80. saying, man, I could, I yeah. could stop looking at the pictures, thinking like how harsh life is towards the end, man. If you, if you leg it out into the 80s, 90s, man, it's, uh, it's a rough go. Uh, you gotta see his picture when he first joined the navy. I his know, baby face. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow, man. together for 77 years, man. More than a lifetime. Man. Yeah, literally. Now we're expected to live 76. Thanks, Joe Biden. That's <laughs> Bidenomics for you. And he never went to Epstein's Island, huh? Never went to... Uh, no, I don't think Carter was ever in the Epstein flight yeah, that's log. That's why he only got the one term. Did you happen to look at the docket, my man? I didn't
0: really have time. Man. I kind of rushed. Oh, I'm I still in my clothes. You brought up the Jeffrey Epstein. I was shocked. Oh. Oh, dude, you know what's crazy? It says VH1 there. Dude, uh <laughs> one of my teachers they brought up
1: uh faces of death. Wow. Remember that movie back in the day? That was really hip amongst the teens and youths in our day. Um, we were really into uh faces of death. That was the one was like real life real footage murders. of murders, right?
0: We were talking about how it was like on a VHS and like everybody was like copying it, passing it around. Yeah, man. The chick next to me, what's a VHS?
1: No! no. Oh,
0: Had to Google it. Wow. Show her a picture. And then she's like, Oh, I think I have seen one of those at my grandma's.
1: VHS like, was, what does it stand for? Video high speed. <laughs> <laughs> How about video low speed? Give me a VLS, all right? I like to watch it slow-mo.
0: It's <laughs> for our Canadian folk. We got the VLS.
1: VLS. Uh. <laughs> Be kind, folks. Rewind. Don't forget.
0: But yeah, dude, it was crazy because it uh, stands for Video Home System. Video but, Home uh, System. She was, she's 21, so she was born in, 20, in 2002,
2: way after DVDs. Wow. Yeah. No, DVD, I was, I had, I believe
1: I had a VHS of The Spy Who Shagged Me, which came out in 2002.
0: Right, but imagine if you were born in 2002.
1: Oh, good call. Yeah, you would never.
0: Even the Disney movies you're buying are DVD. So you, the old guy who's, you know, you're living in your fucking apartment with your buddies, you're going to still buy the VHSs. That's right, because there, yeah. there was that period where they were still making VHS.
1: Yeah, and we did go through a little mini segment there where it was hip to have some VHS copies. I think for a little bit.
0: Oh, thank God the hipster movement died. I know it really. Fuck those guys! The mustaches, everything. the goofy hats, yeah. the fucking know-it-all. Drink my, uh, what is that shit? Tony drinks that f- drink. <laughs> my, my Moscow Mascot, yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, God, uh, I, I can't get a glass. I need a copper tin pot <laughs> to drink my Moscow like, you Get the fucking get out of here.
1: Tight jeans and the flannel shirt tucked in with the suspenders over them. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, the suspenders. <laughs> Come on. It only looks good if you're a fat Italiano. Yeah,
0: You look like a mobster. Exactly,
1: you know? man. Uh, you're right, dude. I'm glad the hipster scene has left us no doubt about it. So, uh, well... VH1, back in time, used to have a show called The Fabulous Life Of. Do you remember the show by any chance? This is about 10 years ago. Uh, Maybe Ah, Vaguely. vaguely. Yeah.
0: It was kind of like their knock on cribs, right?
1: Yes. Actually, yes. And um, they would, like, show the viewer how these people would live. They did one where they would do, like, You know, the fabulous life of, you know, models, fabulous life of, you know, billionaires, all this stuff. And they did one for, like, uh, CEOs or billionaires of um, Wall Street. And this is, again, I think 10 years ago, maybe longer and apparently they had come across an individual who was big name in the tech industry, um, someone who She's was very popular, a lot of women around, very him. very popular guy, a lot of celebrities hung out with him, politicians <laughs> liked him. So they thought this is a great guy to have on our show. where We're going to talk about the fabulous life of billionaires, folks. I'm going to introduce you to Jeff Epstein.
2: Much as financier Jeff Oh, okay, I got caught. Here we go. Here's Jeff Epstein. But not oh, quite as right. much as financier Jeffrey Epstein. Go! Jeff was a high school math t- I love it. Jeff Jeff. No, <laughs> oh, we'll call him Jeff now. Until he traded his blackboard for the big board in nineteen seventy-six, eventually launching his own exclusive finance firm for billionaire clients. But he just couldn't keep out of the classroom. So when he was shopping for... A little
1: creepy. Yeah, real real bookworm, this Jeff. (laughs) He liked being around the kids. You know what I'm saying? Just couldn't get himself out of the room with the kids. This documentarian
0: really nailed it, because all these years later, we're still talking about his uh, bookworm habits. (laughs) That's what really gets us about Jeff. He's a bookworm.
1: This guy, Jeff, he's a smart guy,
2: a teacher, and he's a billionaire. For a new house, he bought himself an entire schoolhouse. Yeah, I bet he did!
1: <laughs> Dude, I had no idea. I had no idea his mansion in New York was a frickin' schoolhouse originally. Does it get more creepy? Can it get any creepier, man?
0: I'm guessing this was a uh, middle school, maybe high
1: school. <laughs> we'll go eighth eighth to sophomore year. This was a uh, school from uh, fifth grade to eighth grade. No, no older, no younger. <laughs> The younger ones go with a um, Podesta. <laughs> That's right, that Podesta guy—he's a freak. The real freaks. <laughs> this is this is a fucking crazy clip, right?
0: I love how he calls him Jeff. That's oh, so funny. We love you know Jeff. It, it reminds me of uh, get him to the Greek when they got the Jeffrey. Yes, the joint. it's got like every drug in it. He's like, yeah,
1: no, who could be who's afraid of a Jeffrey? That's <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> just a bloke down the block, man. That's right. Dude. <laughs> That's one of the greatest scenes. Get him to the Greeks, one of my all-time favorite comedies, dude. That is a gem, man.
0: Really is uh, Seth Rogen's best movie, or no, what's that
1: guy's name? The other Seth, the fatter, shorter Seth, um, yeah. Jonah Hill. That was his best movie. What's <laughs> his best movie? <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like it might have been uh, Russell Brand's best movie, too, actually. No, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Come on. Well, the character in Get Him to the Greek is the same character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall.
0: Yeah, but forgetting Sarah Marshall was so much funnier. Plus, you had my Miley my, 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 my Kunis.
1: Yeah, I know, my, my Kunis. <laughs> yeah! On. All right, man. All right, let's continue down this Jeff Epstein.
2: And transformed it into the largest single residence in all of Manhattan at a whopping You know, listening to this whole thing, I, it's hard
0: to believe VH1 failed. I know. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
1: Do you hear this guy? It was. This is at the time where they were doing, like, the best week ever. And they did the like they did the best year ever, and they did every year for the last thirty years, and then they just started doing the best week ever, where they recapped the week. No, I don't remember that. You remember that? And it would be no. a bunch of no-name C-lister celebrities making fun of A-lister celebrities. It was really strange. Oh, you talking about TNZ? It's basically, no, still on. basically yeah. the Dude Man podcast. <laughs> now that I think about it, we're Z-list celebrities. Oh we're not even yeah. C-list. Z-list. <laughs> We're at the Z. We're,
0: we're hoping one day we work hard, maybe
1: be a C-list. <laughs> maybe. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Fabulous life. It, this is going to get really good here, okay? He's, he's going to describe uh, one of the unique parts of Jeff Epstein that makes him such a swell guy. Oh, we call him, I him Jeff Epstein.: Jeff. Oh, yeah. The school costs about $20 million, and he's dropped $10 million just renovating it. It has
2: incredible bells and whistles, closed circuit televisions, a heated sidewalk out front, so the snow melts. But only one man truly rules the Wall Street skies. Because for former school teacher turned billionaire Jeffrey Epstein, one private plane won't do. He's got a small fleet a Gulfstream 4, a Cessna, and a Boeing 727 with, of course, an in-flight trading room. He has a Boeing 727. I'm just wondering now, what do you need a commercial-sized airliner for?
1: Well, so you can chart around celebrities with little children, and they can diddle them as they fly around the world in international waters. Or skies,
0: right? Am I supposed to pick up the president of the United States of America? With a 14-year-old girl for it. Mike, I think in you're... In a prop plane? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you're <laughs> so psycho, bro. You are totally psycho because that's where we're headed.
2: Believe us, it comes in handy when you've got powerful friends to fly around. When Bill Clinton organized (laughs) a week-long tour of Africa in 2002, Jeff gave him a ride in his personal 727. Uh (laughs) Uh, Excuse me? Uh Yeah, there it is. All right. It's,
1: wait, he's about to list a couple other guests on this flight.
2: Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker along for the trip. Now, for former President Clinton, it was a chance to investigate the problems of AIDS in Africa, and perhaps soon it was a chance to hang out with some of his big-shot friends. Jet-setting with Bill? All in a day's work for Wall Street moguls.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus man. Jesus it was
2: just Bill and Jeff. It's
1: just Bill and Jeff on no. a plane. No, they stopped by and they picked up Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker on their way to Africa, man. Come on.
0: <laughs> oh, Kevin and Tuck? Yeah, we brought Kevy, we brought
1: Tuck. It's weird. It Jeff and Bill. Chris Tucker, no allegations against him. Even after the New York thing just went through. Oh, good call. Because he kind of got out. Maybe that's why. Maybe he went on this one particular flight, saw the deal, and said, no deal.
0: Oh, uh, then they forced him to do a movie with Charlie Sheen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tanked his career.
1: What was it, Fast Money or Money Matters, something money? I don't know. No money. <laughs> money Talks. Money Talks, yeah, dude, that's was it. it Money Talks? It was absolutely Money Talks. Yes, dude. Wow, that's a great call, man. <laughs> great movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, his career essentially tanked. He did the Rush Hour stuff, the Money Talks with Charlie Sheen, and then that was it. All we know is he flew yeah. on this Lolita Express, must have seen some stuff, said, not for me. And they said, well, neither is having a career in Hollywood. You're done. (laughs) Because that's what it takes, right? Yeah.
0: Well, first they said, not for you. Oh, no, that's fine. Barack Obama's in the back with the crackhead. (laughs) They're all sucking each other's dick. Is that what you're into? Oh. Oh, Okay, then you need to get off the fucking plane.
1: Yes, maybe they brought Chris Tucker for Barack Obama, right? Uh yeah. Back in the day. Well, I just
0: assume it was back in the day, probably a segregated plane. You got the crack and the blacks. Oh, back, yeah. That's got the coke right. and the whites in the front.
1: That's right, dude. <laughs> oh, so dude. The, I think that's freaking crazy, man. The fact that there was a show on TV celebrating Jeffrey Epstein, his successes in the world, his connections to people. Uh, I clipped some parts out of it, but they go into other realms of this guy's life that are just so creepily aligned with everything we now know about Jeffrey Epstein it makes you think there are weird people at the top of the chain here in charge of these television stations and everything and you know they're they're connected to these big players like Epstein and Clinton and everything and they're like hey you know a Bad stuff might come out about this guy, so let's do a puff piece on him on VH1, where we talk about how he's a school teacher and he's a wonderful guy, and he, you know, he does all this <laughs> stuff, right? And we're gonna talk about his plane, so that way, you know, kind of distract everyone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Put it out no, there. So
0: I, I think this narrator guy was doing this because he was trying to get a trip on that plane.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, right. These people dude. at VHS—they're trying to get in on it. Good call. It's not like they're the. Was MTV he wearing
0: guys. a blue dress while he was narrating? <laughs> that's right.
1: I didn't catch it. Uh, they don't show the fat British dude who does the narration, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a bummer. Oh, it was Pierce Morgan? Oh, no, it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I thoroughly loved that. I, I just like the, the innocence of it all. But then here we are. A little time has passed, and now we know who Jeffrey Epstein truly was. Yeah, I do love the Jeff. Jeff. It's just Jeff and Bill. Jeff and Bill hanging (laughs) out, man. They're buds.
0: (laughs) Hanging out with some girls.
1: (laughs) Hillary not in sight. They're touring around. Well, dude, uh, today at the funeral for uh, Rosalind Carter. Did I say that right? Um, What was it? No Trump, but Melania was there. And we also had no Barack, but Big Mike made an appearance.
0: Ooh. Yeah, man. You know, maybe they're doing this whole tranny in sports thing so they could set up a fight between Michelle and uh, Melania.
1: Wow, but they can Do declare like it equal. Bro. Right, yeah, because they're two chicks, technically. Right? Two chicks. She's been identifying for way more than a year. Come <laughs> on. check her levels.
0: No, don't check the dick. Check her hormone levels.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't measure the dick. Just the hormone levels, all right? Oh, come on. Dick doesn't mean you're a man. Big Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were all there. Sans Trump, sans Barack. Makes me think maybe Trump and Barack were off somewhere paddleboarding and uh smoking crack together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't suck at Trump. <laughs> Do not put the blindfold on and open your mouth. It's not what you
1: think. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh yeah, no... No Trump. I assume he was at one of his million court cases that he has going on, and
0: Barack- He's a, he's a little busy.
1: <laughs> I know. Barack apparently hasn't been seen out in public with Michelle since the Tucker Carlson interview with the fella, Larry Sinclair, who uh, you know disclosed all the gay sex and crack smoking.
0: Ooh. Pretty I mean, He's busy running the country.
1: You know, you're right. He's the actual president. That's why we have- he Zoom calls free.
0: all day, you know?
1: Um, Barack did post a a thing on Twitter or Instagram or something of him and Michelle at a Bruce Springsteen concert backstage, and Michelle went on stage and played tambourine with the boss. Did she hit it with her dick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't set me up like that, friend. <laughs> 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 oh man!
0: And for this one, we're gonna play Tambourine Man. <laughs> She just whips out her fucking hog and starts hitting it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad the renegade Bruce is back in action. He was out, uh, unless it was an old clip, but, you know, I, I'm assuming he's back on tour or something. I don't know. Um, he he was sick for a while. Do you see that? He had to, like, postpone his, his E Street Band tour there for a couple months because he had some sort of debilitating condition. Oh, COVID vaccine? Yes, exactly. Yeah. hey <laughs> It's not a depilated
0: condition. We call that vaccinated.
1: Yes, sir. And speaking of vaccines, man, they um, are not getting anyone to take it right now. It's pretty apparent. It's, I think they're, they're claiming less than 15% of America got it. I would believe less than 2%, to be totally honest at this point. I don't know anybody that got it this year. Nobody. I know not a single person. The jig is up. Even, I'm talking even Taylor fans. Even the Taylor fans, yes. You know, um, just Travis. Travis is the only one who got two shots this year. Little loser,
0: dude. I literally heard these two fucking ladies talking about uh Taylor the other day. No, oh god. And this a fucking lady who was talking about how she when, she was like bragging about how much debt she went into, put it all on the credit card. It was it was just a life changing experience that era's tour for wow. her, and her daughter wow and i was just like dude Then they're even laughing she's like yeah it's gonna, t- oh, it's gonna take me years to pay this off oh my god dude what is wrong with america
1: i mean dude there were a lot of shows i wanted to see this year that i didn't go see because right when they go on sale it, you're staring down 350 for a nosebleed section seat
0: Oh, no, yeah. No, she was talking about they got, like, the, uh, the, the like, standing spot in front of the wow. stage. Wow. Oh, $2,000. Yes, dude. absolutely. I
1: think she said st- upwards of 10000 Go Go, uh, if you want to go buy st- tickets to see the Stones coming up this June, it's going to cost you about 1200 starting over at <sighs> Empower Field. Um, you know, the Taylor Swift tickets were outrageous. It's just, uh, I saw Adam Sandler's coming. Right, he's on a tour this uh, winter. He's coming to Denver. You're looking at 500 bucks a ticket. No way! It's insane, man. It's because well, the, they did the pre-sale. It all sells out, and then all the scalpers have it, and that's the only way you can get it.
0: That's uh, so stupid. And so
1: everything's jacked through the roof.
0: Yeah, it's so stupid. And I can't believe people are paying it. You guys are stupid.
1: Yeah, I just don't think it's really. I can't really think of anyone totally worth it to spend. Over $100 to go see, honestly, man. You know, I'll go see some comedy acts that cost me 35 bucks a ticket. Yeah, it's probably even better. I saw Dave Attell a month ago, one of the greatest nights I've had in a long time. We had an absolute blast.
0: Can't I recommend it enough. I've seen him. It's the best show you'll ever see for your money. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, uh, you know, the Taylor and Travis, big uh, shills for Pfizer and the vaccine companies and all that nonsense but we tend to forget about Moderna remember Moderna was like the OG I think with the vaccine for COVID right didn't they f- sign the first major contract or whatever and kind of they had one of the initial rollouts I f- I feel like they were one of the first ones I could be wrong but um they're they're having an issue getting people to take these shots clearly and so what do we do when we have a product that no one's buying we got to we gotta refresh to be fresh here, people. We need a rebrand. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, no one's getting the no one's getting their booster. So we're not rolling out boosters anymore, Mike. No, now we have cheerful, fun, upbeat commercials with good music to sell you the new product.
0: Was Moderna the the one shot?
1: No, that was the uh, uh Johnson and Johnson.
0: Oh, Johnson and johnson never hear
1: about that one anymore. That was a real killer, I believe. I think that was <laughs> the one shot, like took people out. That one was so bad they stopped it in the middle of the process.
0: <laughs> like, all right, we—we we, we gotta do this one.
1: Too far, too far. This one's killing people way too fast. We gotta slow the process. They gotta slowly die so we can blame other elements like the chemtrails and heart attacks.
0: Johnson, Johnson—we said three to five years, not three to five months. <laughs> blow this blow this whole operation (laughs) we need them to start dying during the election season
1: exactly man uh so we got the new one probably the same one they just got to rebrand it and sell the old product right before it expires or may already be expired uh i love this i saw this commercial the other night when i was watching football this is this is good stuff.
3: When it comes to your health, yeah. you do
1: you. Oh, yeah. You
3: ping and pong that body. Get it. You plunge that body. You green that body. You brain power that body. You practice and practice that body.
1: Oh yeah. They're showing a bunch of old people you doing physical stuff. You that body. <laughs>
3: You flu shot that body. And now you spike vax that body. Because even though the pandemic is over, COVID-19 isn't. Spike vax by Moderna is a vaccine to help protect you against COVID-19. You shouldn't get spike vax if you've had an allergic reaction to spike vax or its ingredients. Rare cases of inflammation of the heart, muscle, and outer lining have been reported. The most common side effects are injection site pain, redness and swelling, tiredness, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, and fever. Make vaccination against COVID-19 a part of your health routine. Spike Vax that body with Spike Vax, Spike Vax by Moderna.
1: Yeah, dude. Spike Vax. Spike Vax that, man. We got Spike Vax. Yes.
0: Uh, sir, we got a big problem from here. Uh, turns out those uh, inflamed hearts, that was true. And uh, the vaccine still doesn't work. Uh, we have millions and millions of <laughs> away. I got an idea. We'll call it Spike Vax. We'll admit to the inflamed heart, but we'll put it behind some upbeat music. Yes, dude. <laughs> and nobody will remember how we told them it was 100% safe, and everybody who said there was a side effect of heart inflammation, they were conspiracy theorist Alex Jones.
1: Exactly. But now we can just say it in a super sped up voice under all the music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Funky Town in the background, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, give me that Spike Vax, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spike Vax. You know what they're doing, too? The, they're, the Spike Protein, which is known now to be the killer. The, spri- the Spike Protein is what is taking people out. It's you know going into the bloodstream, and it's attaching itself to the ovaries and the sexual organs. It's going into the brain and the breasts for the breast cancer. Like The Spike Protein is the killer. So what do we want to do with this killer vaccine that's killing people? Let's call it Spike Vax.
0: <laughs> well we're gonna spike the spike <laughs> two negatives equal the positive come on frank you know science
1: fucking spike spike vax
0: i can't get over that dude <laughs> frank i haven't even heard this one this was great find dude wow. the, the
1: commercial blew wow. me away the visuals of it, <laughs> it they had all these elderly people like dancing <laughs> and competitions and playing ping pong and riding a horse and <laughs> bike racing and Because they're on Spike Vax, man.
0: (laughs) So crazy, dude. Might be a chance of inflamed heart.
1: Uh? (laughs) Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You plunge that. Yeah, yeah. I just like can't get over the music and music. (laughs) So good. Holy
0: cow, people do not listen to these people.
1: (laughs) Don't take spike vax. My god.
0: We need to go back, you remember everybody like if you told them you were even thinking about voting for a Republican, they're like, "Oh, you support the the, the war industrial complex yeah, like, yeah, 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 but at least that was starting war overseas right you know what I mean, let's go back to that. I'm sick of funding this uh pharmaceutical industrial complex
1: good call, great name for it. That's right on the money, that's what we're dealing with. uh I would almost argue. Since Afghanistan, we've been dealing with a military-pharmaceutical-industrial complex.
0: Yeah, they combined. They took over the government. I think they just teamed up. Absolutely. And one, one could tell they had the side of the Democrats. The other one, would, they had the side of the Republicans. They teamed up. Now they just own the government. So now they're taking over the world and forcing us all to take their vaccines.
1: Pretty much, yeah. And eventually, they'll have the power to just... March the military down the road and force us to take it. Right? Isn't that kind of something that they want to do at some point? I don't. It's the like only way imagine. you can really
0: save democracy.
1: Right? <laughs> I know. I think about democracy. It seems but like the they... two things
0: I really want to save. It's grandma and democracy. <laughs> That's
1: right. You can do it together all in one by wearing a mask it's incredible <laughs> just wear a mask. for hillary imagine that it's that easy oh uh, man this uh vaccine stuff is just mind-blowing to me it really does make me think that not only are people now against the covid vaccines i think people have done a lot of digging in their own dreaded research that uh, everybody seems to hate uh, and I think people now are kind of against like a lot of the vaccines, if not most of the vaccines that we have at this point, they're, they're hard pressed to get anyone to take anything now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think they're having a problem with now. Nobody's listening to them about anything. Right. I, did, I, did a lot I- of people <laughs> are just like, they turned away from their, their doctors and their physicians, you know, cause you guys lied to us. About the, mo- like the one time I really needed you to be honest with me, you lied because you were afraid. I get it. You were afraid to lose your job. Fine. But you showed your hand.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy, man. I, I just don't see a way uh, forward with the medical stuff. You know, the more they push, the more people are going to push back. And that's also going to be bad. I mean, we probably have excess mortality right now, also with the vaccine, with the fact that people are just ignoring doctors now and not even going to see the doctor. And I'll just die. Actually, I don't. A <laughs> lot don't of that, really...
0: that's what they're blaming the excess mortality on. No, there was, no, there, no. There was missed screenings because of COVID. There was this. this oh that.
1: right, the missed screenings are why we have turbo cancer—a new word we never heard of until <laughs> last year. Turbo cancer. <laughs> Now everyone's got turbo cancer.
0: Right? I did hear a crazy thing about the pigs, man. Remember how there was like a shortage on meat? They were like trying to... yeah, like, Actually, there was never a shortage on meat. But remember, they were like... like It was almost like they were trying to create a shortage on meat. I
1: do recall this. Yeah, I didn't remember it being pigs, but it might have been the pigs now that I think.
0: It, was, it. it was all of them. It. it was beef. It was pigs. That's right. And... uh. Uh, this guy was explaining that it it was because we've industrialized everything. And when you do that, like, it's all about efficiency. And and so they kind of created this system where, like, all right, the best time to butcher the pig is at 16 weeks, whatever it is, right? Right. And And the average pig at 16 weeks is between 250 and 300 pounds. So they built all their machines on these assembly lines for a 16-week pig that was between 250, 300 pounds. And with that system, of course, every once in a while, you'd have a pig that was too fat, All right, you would have to kill him and just throw it out. You know, it wasn't too bad. If it was a small pig, you could let it grow a little longer. Right, yeah. But then the guy was saying, they came in and shut all the slaughterhouses down and everything, right? And everybody was telling him, like, there's no point, like, there's no COVID, like, what do you mean? This is the most, like, clean place. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> like there's no way you know what i mean yeah and and they're like everybody was like no nah. that the, all the governments went through and they forced them to shut down these places just long enough so that now all these pigs and cows and everything were too big for the machines
1: wow and
0: so then that's why you were seeing those videos of like the, the like the whole field of the pigs and cows that were slaughtered right and they couldn't do anything with the meat cuz it was cuz you would have to have you would have had to recruit thousands of people an army of butchers to come in and butcher them by hand they were too big for the machines wow man and it was like the guy was saying how like no it was totally artificial they didn't have to do it he didn't nobody understood why they did it and had the people themselves not just gone back to work ignoring the politicians there actually would have been a crisis of meat shortage Wow, but the reason they did go back to work was because they're not—you know what I mean—they're not living next to Bernie Sanders, right? <laughs> right? These guys are living. The guys that work at the slaughterhouse—they're living in the same small-ass town as the farmer, for sure. So they're at the bar at night listening to the farm. All their buddies are crying about how their livestocks are just—you know what I mean. We have to slaughter them. What's going on, you know? For sure. And so they're like, "Fuck it," you know. We have to look out for our people. And it was almost like a. It's a really an American story, and it's a it shows you that they're scared of it because nobody's reporting on it. Nobody's gonna ever talk
1: about that. Interesting. You're saying that the people decided just take it amongst themselves to deal with the issue.
0: I think it was. Uh, I think people just kind of realized this is really stupid. This doesn't make sense. We don't know what's going on, and this is going to be really dangerous, not just for us but for the whole country. And so they went back was, to work. You're saying they just went back to work. Yeah, that's it was, awesome. It's a, it, you know we 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 talk about how like covid only happened because there weren't people standing up. No, yes. there were a lot of people standing up. It's just those stories are not being told. Wow. And, and this one is really scary because it, it, I mean when you really look at the facts there was no reason to close that plant. You you have to close a a, a fucking hermetically sealed <laughs> slaughterhouse you know like yeah. it's like these plants like people are wearing hairnets and the white suits. for sure you know what it's i mean sterilized <laughs> it's a sterilized place you're gonna close that down but the weed dispensary is open exactly
1: yes come on that's right man the liquor store's open oh yeah we gotta get drunk baby we gotta forget about our <laughs> pains and our <laughs> troubles gotta get
0: drunk gotta get high
1: Yeah, man.
0: Forget about the cows. We'll make up for that later on. The guy guy was saying like, no, it was it was. And then that was the other thing, too. They were saying they got to the point where it was like, if you didn't start up again, now the farmers were going to stop bringing up the next generation. Right. And it was. It became this whole thing where, like, I'm not gonna even pay the raise. I don't. It was like whole thing. I don't know. And again, I'm not on a farm, so I have no idea about what I'm talking about with cows and pigs. <laughs> it had something to do Seems with reasonable. like a two month period or something.
1: Sure, you or, mean to like raise a, the stock, get it right to you know slaughter? Or six weeks, I think that's what yeah. it was.
0: Six weeks after they had closed for three weeks, that was it. There were so many that were too big. And then after six weeks, it was like they realized it was a crisis
1: so covid essentially was a manufactured crisis that manufactured other other manufactured crises
0: yes yes no no they used covid as an excuse to just artificially create these crises
1: Pro- yeah problems and backflows and uh makes you think because, that the to- cuz because,
0: because then frank what was the answer to all these crises crisis whatever yeah vote for me i could solve them exactly too
1: create a problem and be the guy with the solution that's how it works in government these days and with covid i'm now kind of in with these pigs and the slaughtering and the shortage of animals and all of that simply because they shut down these slaughterhouses and the backlog makes you kind of think that the toilet paper scenario was totally manufactured on purpose oh yeah
0: the Oh, absolutely. toilet
1: paper was out of control and made absolutely no sense to me. No sense? It doesn't expire. Like, How, it do- why, why, why? How did we run out of toilet paper? I don't. Remember. It makes no sense other than, the, like, my theory with the white pickup truck unmarked that just slowly clogs the left lane on the highway during rush hour, I believe they purposefully just stopped the production of the toilet paper to fuck with people.
0: Could be. I don't know, I don't know what that toilet paper was, man. It definitely exposed the fact that, like, most Americans will not survive an apocalyptic uh, event because they all rush to buy toilet paper. I know. It's funny because— Dude, most of the world doesn't use toilet paper.
1: Right. You don't actually—it's not a necessity, to be totally honest. No. No. Actually, I mean, what's crazy is Emma and I, we went out, I remember, and I was like, we got to buy flour. And olive yeah. oil and like sugar. yeah I was Flower, like sugar and salt we were that's, getting, that's literally what we bought and I was just and I personally I love extra virgin olive oil and I was worried that <laughs> something was gonna happen so now I have a backstock of extra virgin olive oil for about two <laughs> years totally worth it but yeah
0: those are the things it's the best part about them that's what you need and they last forever well
1: and I love garlic I cook every day with garlic some rumor went around that garlic cured COVID and they ran out of garlic at all our grocery stores for like three weeks.
0: Do you remember that? Dude, there was like a m- two-month period. Everybody was walking around with fucking garlic breath. People were <laughs> eating fucking whole goddamn
1: cloves of garlic. That's, you remember that shit? Well, that was our lives growing up, man. It was just garlic. <laughs> yeah, I did grow it up smelling like garlic. So I kind of can't really smell it. It's always on my breath, actually. So that's how I uh, survive. Yeah. The back. garlic. Uh, it, that is so wild, dude. The manufactured crisis. It, again, The pain seemed like it was the point when it came to the COVID lockdowns and the reactions and what our governments did to us. It's almost like they purposefully wanted to make us suffer during that year.
0: Yeah, nobody really has a, I I don't, as far as I could, I I don't know anybody that has a bad story about the actual virus. Like, oh my God, I had a six-year-old son. He was healthy. oh my god my girlfriend was 18 totally healthy she just got covid died you know what about me everybody (laughs) has like catastrophic stories about the the reaction to covid
1: yes absolutely man you know uh which reminds me then um because i think i got it down here somewhere What, what do we got oh yeah that's right. We got a new COVID coming around. And I was alluding to it with the uh, chemtrails earlier. There's a guy that's been talking about the chemtrails causing these issues. But we got the new COVID. It's a respiratory illness. And it's coming to a uh, home near you. To the latest on the spike in respiratory illness. Whoa! Oh, folks, sorry. Hey, <laughs> oh, I forgot. Geez. Hey, man, I didn't read the show notes there. Folks, strap it in. Lock it Four down. harness. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Make sure your uh, seats are up. The tray tables are locked into position. We're going to experience some turbulence here. This is a wind tunnel. I I thought hurricane season was over. (laughs) Here we go. We got uh, Michael telling us about the respiratory illnesses sweeping the nation the latest on the spike in respiratory illnesses, with 10 states not reporting high or very high activity.
3: Eva Pilgrim is here with more. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Michael. Doctors' offices and emergency rooms are seeing a flood of patients as cases of respiratory illness rise around the country. Now 10 states, New York City, and Puerto Rico reporting high or very high activity. The orange and dark red colors on this map show areas with the highest concentration of people reporting the flu, COVID, RSV, or the common cold. Now, symptoms to watch out for include fever plus a cough and or sore throat, flu and COVID hospitalizations uh,
0: I don't, I don't are interrupt hi- here and I I am just a plumber. But uh
1: have you guys heard of winter? <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> I mean. and like uh we just had Thanksgiving where everybody got together. You know it just kinda happens every year around this time. Well- People they timed this out perfectly. Do you do remember they were rolling out the flu vax the last three weeks, and it leads right up to the holidays where everybody gets together. So if you didn't get your flu vax, don't worry. Granny will give you your flu. You'll get it. Ah, uh, they'll bring it. Okay. Yeah, so okay. They, they timed this out just right because they know we're not getting the flu shot, especially guys like you and I. I mean, we, we know it's all bullshit and that you get the flu from the flu shot, and then the flu spreads. But these older folks... They're suckers for it. I mean, you're living with one who uh, took the flu shot, I believe.
0: Yeah, she did get the flu shot. Right?
1: And so, I mean, it's just, uh, that's the whole point. You give them the flu shot, they meet with the family, they spread it to the Mm -hmm. kids, now we got a respiratory problem, we got to shut it down, lock it down, mask up, people. (laughs) For the kids. For the kids this time. See, they need something to get the kids. They can't do the old people this time. Nobody cares about the old people now. (laughs) yeah we care about them but not that much not anymore not like we used to all right i'm telling you the lockdowns were too much so now they got to do the they're doing the kids
3: among people over 65 while most rsv patients are children so here's the deal it's typical for cases to spike in the south before moving north experts recommend staying up to date with vaccinations everyone over six months old can get an updated covid and flu vaccine the rsv shots are available for those over 60 years old pregnant women and infants under eight months old Rob-
1: okay so we talked about this about a month ago or so when they were t- bringing out the we need to vaccinate the elderly for RSV, a disease that has never attacked old people, right? It was always a kid virus, if I'm not mistaken. I, I never even really heard of it before, to be honest with you. Exactly. That's how it's. it was a, such a non-thing. But all of a sudden, this year, for the first time ever, they rolled out shots, vaccines for elderly specifically for RSV. Now all of a sudden an RSV like cold is sweeping the country and wiping out the kids. Uh well see I
0: just I just googled it the news Yeah, so the new strain of RSV that came out this year actually brought to you by Pfizer. That's, so, uh, that is, <laughs> <laughs> that's why, okay, so that's why it's actually spreading so fast. So you need the Pfizer vaccine for this strain of the Pfizer.
1: Wow. Okay. okay. That makes sense. That's yeah. right. Oh, Fauci's always making money, no matter what, folks. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, why would you supply
0: the virus and the vaccine, Frank? You win on both ends, baby. <laughs> Dipping my toe in both pots, you know? <laughs>
1: Dude, I, I'm floored by this one. Uh, the respiratory disease, I think we talked about in the last episode, China is having this huge thing, right, with the respiratory uh, issue. Now, all of a sudden, it's over here. This is the COVID playbook. <laughs> they literally did this in 2019 going into 2020 in election year. And here we are. its We're heading into December 2023, heading into an election year in 2024, respiratory disease in China, coming over yeah. to America. Come on, folks. And
0: I got to be the first one to, uh, to claim this name because, dude, they're missing a golden opportunity. It's a pneumonia from China. Chimonia. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. And you, and you play the Michael Jackson song. Chimona. Chimonia. You know?
1: Chimona. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah,
0: it's a golden opportunity, Chamonia.
1: I did not see that one coming. <laughs> but we gotta name it right this time because this is a vine- virus from China. It came from China, China. It came from China. Yeah, it's great. China virus, man, yeah. I can't wait to find out what little uh, city this one came out of. And then we can start to call it that for a minute and then we can all be called racists and uh, it'll be mm. some funky Germanic Latin based term that no one's used in 30 or uh, 300 years, right? <laughs> but then accidentally G will be in there so they'll have to change everything around. i be like, "No, it's Delta Force 963 Beta Alpha 2."
0: I just can't wait for uh, them to find another Asian reporter to
1: ask uh, Trump why he calls it the China virus. <laughs> That's right, man, cuz it came Remember from China. <laughs> it came from China. It's one of the greatest clips, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we got another racist (laughs) disease coming over here, man. So absurd. I wish more people would understand that we are... We have these labs all over the world, so that way when something goes wrong in these labs... We don't blame Fauci or Dashek. We blame the country, right? That's how we're not. Is that why we do it? Otherwise, we would do it in America. That's right. Yeah, we have Fort Detrick. We let things like Lyme disease and AIDS come out of there. But when it comes to these other crazy diseases, we like to do it in China or Ukraine, where Putin has claimed he found like 12 or 15 different biolabs manufacturing crazy weaponized diseases.
0: Mm. Right. Believe on that, well, they proved the labs are there.
1: Well, they also but what's proved in the
0: labs, they can't. Tell.
1: Well, I don't know, it's hard to know what to believe with Russia, but I did see a clip floating around. And I sent it to you. It was of Putin and company, and they were observing AI programming, scanning and di- like deciphering photographs of the alleged. U.S. NASA moon landing, and the AI program concluded that the pictures were fake.
0: That was interesting. That's our AI program. That's
1: our AI, and it's Russia and Putin looking at the results and nodding along, agreeing like, yes, this AI is correct. The moon landing was indeed fake. We remember. Yeah. Wow. Come on, that's awesome, man. I think it's pretty cool. Like, we have this AI now. It's this crazy technology. We need all these new laws and rules to, you know, not weaponize it or, you know, use it against people for evil and all this nonsense. But at the same time, here's this AI. We scan a little picture of Neil Armstrong walking on the moon, and the AI just says, oh, this is a fake picture. <laughs> this was this was filmed by Stanley Kubrick in a sound studio, right?
0: Dude, there's, uh, in one of the new South Parks, there's this great part where uh, the kids start using AI, ChatGPT, to uh, write their papers. (laughs) And then the papers are so good that the teacher, it's just overwhelming to grade them. Right. So the the teacher starts using ChatGPT to grade the papers (laughs) (laughs) that are written by the (laughs) ChatGPT. It's so good, dude. That's like where we are. You
1: know? pretty much man <laughs> emma works with people who like put together proposals like business proposals through chat gpt and it comes out really wonky and they don't proofread it and realize how bad it came out uh because chat gpt is based on information from like 2018
0: so there's no way people really do
1: that yeah oh there's a lot of people in the professional world now like trying to use ai to you know skip on the work and it's just uh there's still a lot of errors and there's a you know spelling issues and you might find some racist slang going on in there from time to okay. time
0: okay. So, so any so anybody thinking this is a good idea uh go talk to somebody who t- about 10 years ago decided they were going to do the four hour work week right and if, you, <laughs> if you can't find one of those guys just go check the lowest paying warehouse job they probably have that <laughs> job right now because all those assholes got fired. Oh <laughs> four hour work week.
1: Uh, or four day? You mean four day or four hour?
0: No, nah, the four hour work. Remember everybody was like all about like micro organizing your time or like remember that stupid shit in the early two thousands? Wow, Some I book can't, came out. No way, dude. And everybody was like, Oh yeah, you gotta <laughs> fucking you know, maximize your time, so that <laughs> was so stupid.
1: It always comes back to idiocracy, people. We just need more time for baiting. I'm baiting over here.
0: <laughs> it always comes down to one asshole who had a billionaire dad who like writes a book or a movie, makes a movie about how to be rich.
1: Oh, and then I'm gonna yeah. call it. I'm gonna call it the secret, and all the moms yeah. in all of suburbia <laughs> will buy it, and I'll be a millionaire. That's the secret.
0: The secret is in you. You just <laughs> need to go on a tour around Europe to find yourself. <laughs> then you come
1: home to your villa. <laughs> I was like, what? And then you decide to start FTX, and you move to the Bahamas, and you are <laughs> Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> Worked out well for him, I think, right? No? I don't remember. Oh, yeah!